Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who would take great joy in even watching the two worst teams in the NFL play a game. Brandon Siegel, how are you doing? I'm doing very, very well. Today is the first day. We're recording this on the first day. First NFL Sunday, I should say. We have had a game already played on Thursday, so I am beyond excited, and that is 100% true. The NFL in uh, professional football is the best sport uh, in the best league in the world. It's just a fact. You can't possibly debate me any other way. Um, it's it's the greatest athletes playing the greatest sport in the world. Uh, how could you not be excited? And yes, of course, I could watch. I don't know who the worst teams are. We said Jaguars and Dolphins before or something, or the Washington football team. Whatever you want to say. I don't even care. I'll watch any game. It literally does not matter. I just adore football. Uh, someone who I know would not watch any uh, game is, to some people, their favorite contributor. Definitely not my favorite. Uh, he'd be ranked dead last would be, of course, my previous roommate, Ben O'Brien. Ben, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. The Bengals play in about four hours from right now. Joe Burrow starts his NFL career, uh, his Hall of Fame NFL career, knock on wood. So uh, I'm ready to go. I'm excited. <laughs> I I am optimistic for Joe Burrow, but we will get into that uh, in a little bit. But we do have a very weird episode today. We are not doing pretty much anything we normally do on this uh, show. Well, some stuff, but... We're not going to do a lot of the segments we normally do. We're basically just going to have this episode in two parts today because we have two really big things to talk about. we got, of course, the NF- NBA playoffs, and then we have our NFL preview uh, that we're going to put out today, uh, going through each division, uh, going through uh, what teams we think will win the division, maybe even pick a Super Bowl winner or two. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Um, and go into a little draft that we have planned towards the end, but we'll get into all of that in a little bit. So let's start it off, Trevor. We're going to start off with NBA playoffs. We had some series end um, what are your thoughts on, uh, I don't know what series we're talking about first. What are we talking about first? Yeah, so first let's go into the Heat-Bucks series. Uh, my favorite team, the Miami Heat, who have beaten the Bucks in five games. Um, I, I was very happy about it when it happened. I'm still very happy about it. I, 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 I must admit, I didn't believe that we could beat the Bucks. I picked the Bucks in six, but I am so happy that I was wrong. Uh, we defeated the Bucks in game five, 103-94 without Giannis. And, and really, I think throughout this whole series... Um, I think there were a few different reasons why we were able to beat the Bucks. I think number one is um, in this bubble, you know, obviously we know there's no home court advantage. I think that is part of it. I also think that this environment makes it so that uh, teams that have a lot of great shooters, I think it helps them, um, you know, with the depth perception and things like that. Um, so the Heat, who were already a pretty decent shooting team, became even better. Um, our three-point shooting uh, numbers have been very good throughout the playoffs, especially uh, against the Bucks, you have Duncan Robinson, who had a really great game, I believe, in Game 1 or something like that. Goran Dragic has played very well. Jimmy Butler, obviously, has been fantastic. So many different contributors. Bam Adebayo and the way he can switch, you know, 1 through 5, playing very great defensively. And um, I think you also have some questionable, uh, you know, coaching moves, maybe by Budenholzer not playing Giannis, you know, 40 to 42 minutes like he probably should have. And then we saw Giannis uh, get, uh, you know, tweak his ankle, game three, get hurt. He came back and tried to play for game four. Proved to not be the greatest decision because then he got hurt again and wasn't able to play in game five where the Heat closed it out. So, you know, it's it's really interesting. Um, I was surprised that the Bucks did not look better. But, again, I think we kind of saw, I think it's kind of the same story as what their downfall was last year. Um, you know, Giannis... He, he does have Chris Middleton, who's a decent second option, but I think when it comes down to it, I don't think they have enough pieces around Giannis to win a championship. That's number one. And then number two, uh, we did see Giannis's three-point shooting improve slightly in the regular season, but that did not hold in the playoffs as he shot very poorly from three-point shooting. 
Um, he has been working on his three-point shooting, but it still has not improved to the level it needs to. And um, I think in addition, just the way he distributes to teammates, it's it's gotten a little bit better, but still not at the level that I think it needs to be. I think, you know, I've always kind of compared Giannis, you know, where he is in this point of his career to where LeBron was, I think, in the late 2000s. And the difference is, is that, you know, yeah, LeBron, like, he wasn't always that consistent of a shooter, like three point, but he was better than Giannis at this stage. And the passing is obviously a huge difference. LeBron already had that um, in his arsenal, and Giannis doesn't really have that. Um, so I think that's really what it comes down to. The Heat, um, I think it was a bit of a matchup problem for the Milwaukee, the defensive scheme against Giannis, you know, pack the paint, making him shoot outside shots, making him kick it out to teammates. And it, it didn't work out for Milwaukee, and it worked out very well for the Miami Heat in this series. Yeah, and I think the Heat are seriously really, really good. It's kind of crazy. You know, two weeks ago, none of us would have thought that we would be here uh, talking about the Heat beating the Bucks. Not only just beating them, beating them pretty handily. 4-1 to one was the series. Um, I'm quite impressed with the Heat, and I think they're going to go to the championship. I, I really do believe that. I think uh, I don't think the Celtics will be able to match up quite uh, well with them. Definitely not as good as the Bucks, in my opinion, even though the Bucks did not look amazing in this series. Uh, ben, what are your, some of your closing thoughts on this series? Yeah, so um, my or my NBA playoff predictions have been absolutely terrible because I went on record and I said I, there was no way that the Bucks were not going to make the finals. I, or I, I think I said maybe even the Eastern Conference finals because I said the Raptors might be able to give them some trouble. But I look, I was so wrong. I had I didn't didn't have a whole lot of faith in the Heat. I thought I thought that series would go seven games with the Pacers and they destroyed the Pacers. Um, I. I Overall, just I was I my predictions were absolutely terrible. Um, I have been extremely impressed with the Heat, though. Um, I mean, they they kind of embarrassed the Bucks. The Bucks looked absolutely terrible. Um, Bucks had a lot of criticism after that series. Uh, their coach was, is now on the hot seat in some ways. Uh, Giannis looks like uh, maybe he's not the best player in the world. Go figure. Um, so I don't know. The the I think it's more of the Heat just look really good. And I I I agree with you, Brandon. We can get into this when we talk about the Celtics. But I think the Heat are a better team than the Celtics. Um, I do think the Heat will probably make the NBA Finals, which is it's just very intriguing because, I mean, they're a four seed. Um, as I said a couple weeks ago, I thought that the Eastern Conference was very top-heavy with the, the Bucks and the Raptors being better than everyone else, and that is really just not the case. So uh, I'm, I'm very impressed. Like I said before, Jimmy Butler's the man. Um, the Heat have some very good role players. I love my boy Bam Adebayo. I love him so much. Um, Duncan Robinson's a good player. Tyler Hero's a good player. They have they have they do they have a really good squad. Um, I'm I'm very impressed with the Heat. I. I enjoy watching them. I'm very happy for them. And Trevor. I'm happy for Trevor as well, being a Heat fan. Well, you know, I appreciate that, Ben. I appreciate that a lot. Um, So the next series that we're going to get into, uh, we're going to go to the other series in the Eastern Conference semis. That was the Celtics and the Raptors. We saw the Celtics win Game 7, a very close one, uh, 92-87. They win Game 7. They will be moving on to play the Heat. Now, it was really interesting because I thought throughout most of the series, the Celtics were playing like the better team, although I picked the Raptors in seven. Um, but the Raptors were really resilient. You know, they they found a way to win that game six, which was probably uh, the best game we've had in the playoffs, I would probably say. Um, double overtime, the Raptors ended up winning that 125 to 122, but the Celtics still take the series. And I think the biggest thing that, I, that just kept coming back to me is like Pascal Siakam was supposed to be the best player on this Raptors team. He was supposed to, you know, have a really good showing in the series and kind of take over in at least a few of these games, but he really did not at all. I'm looking at his uh, numbers right now from the series. 
He only averaged about 15 points per game and seven rebounds, shooting 38% from the field. Definitely not what you want from your best player on your team. And Kyle Lowry, he did pick up the slack for a couple of those games. Um, he averaged about 21 and six, which was good from him, but it wasn't enough at the end of the day. Um, the Raptors, we we've known like how good they are defensively, how good you know Nick Nurse has done coaching them, and just how smart of how smart they play as a team. And and so many of these guys that you know just play so hard and you know they're defending their title obviously a lot of different players who have had a lot of play of experience Mark Vassal, Serge Ibaka, Kyle Lowry now and even you could say Siakam from last year in the finals so I thought that would end up uh, being enough to beat the Celtics but it wasn't Uh, the Celtics are the team that have more talent and that ended up being enough in this series Tatum played pretty well 24 and 10 and yeah, I mean, I think the Celtics were the best team for most of this series, and I think they won, deservedly so. And I think this Heat-Celtics series is going to be really interesting. I'm very excited for it. What are some of your thoughts about this yeah. series, Brandon? Yeah, um, it's interesting to see the Raptors not winning. I, I think I predicted them to win also. I don't remember uh, in how many games. Um, but the Celtics, you know, they, they looked good in this series. I, I think they had the best player yeah. in the series in, uh, in Tatum. I, Jason Tatum's just so good. Pascal Siakam is not a number one guy. I mean, I think that's what the Raptors need. If they had that Kawhi back on their team, that type of player, you know, that type of true number one guy, they're going to go far. Um, so, you know, I, I won't extend too much on it because you, you went pretty in-depth. Uh, ben, any any last thoughts here on this series? Yeah, so um, last week on the podcast, I, I talked about how this was an interesting series because I thought the Raptors were really good, and I, I didn't know if the Celtics uh, looked good or if the Raptors or I just thought were better because I obviously picked the Raptors to win. Um, and I, I said I didn't. I had a lot of questions about the Celtics. I, I wasn't really positive uh, how good they were, um, and they totally proved me wrong. They looked like the better team in this series uh, for most of the series, at least. Um, I remember talking about how the Raptors. I thought they were really well coached. I thought that'd be a big factor. Um, but of course, I, I didn't even think to mention that the Celtics have a pretty good coach too. I mean, Brad Brad Stevens is an amazing head coach. Um, and it's funny. I remember talking a year ago actually the first episode i was on the podcast last summer about it was free agency i remember talking about kemba walker how i'm a big believer in kemba walker i think he's a good player and i think he's fit into the celtics team extremely well i think he's been an extremely valuable player for them obviously jason tatum's their guy um jalen brown's a great player marcus smart is defensively is phenomenal he's a good spark for him uh they have a good team I, i i am very excited for this this heat celtics series i think it'll be a very good series i think it has the potential to go six or seven games yeah, so since since you said that, we might as well just uh, do our predictions. Now, I, I'm, like, torn because I'm, like, you know, I feel like I picked against the Heat last series, and I feel like that almost worked in my favor. So maybe if I pick the Celtics, maybe that also will work in my favor. I'm not really sure what to do here. I think I'm just going to um, take my rooting interest um, out of it completely and just say, who do I think is going to win it? I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, and as much as, again, I would love the Heat to win, I actually do not think they will. I think the Celtics um, are such a talented team. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, they have so many different options. I think they're the more talented team, and yes, the Heat have played very well, but ultimately I think that the Celtics are going to be able to figure out a way to win this one. I think that the Celtics will win it in seven games. I hope I'm wrong once again. Maybe, maybe, maybe this will prove to be a good strategy, picking against the Heat, but... That's what I'm going to do. I think Celtics will win this series in seven games. Yeah, Trevor, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I said it earlier. I, I think the Heat are going to win. And honestly, I don't even think it goes to seven. I have the Heat in six games. I, I think the Heat right now are playing some of the best basketball in the NBA, um, and I have a lot of faith in their ability. And I, I think Ben's going to join me in suit, maybe not in six games, but I do think he'll pick the Heat also. Yeah, 
I, I do think the Heat will win this series, and I hope I don't jinx you, Trevor, here, because like I said, my predictions have not... Yeah, no, I do too, because I like the Heat. My predictions I'm have cool not been them. very good. I would actually love to see the Heat in the NBA Finals. I think it'd be a very interesting matchup for whoever they play in the Finals. I agree. Um, I'm, just so I don't agree with Brandon, because I don't want to agree with Brandon, I'll say the, the Heat in seven. I think it'll be six and seven, just because I think these two teams are pretty evenly matched. Um, the coaching matchup yeah. is extremely interesting, because Eric Spolster is a great coach. Brad Stevens is a phenomenal coach. I'm very interested to see the adjustments they make after games one and two. Because uh, I really do think that'll be the difference in this series. So I, I'll take the Heat in seven, just so I don't agree with Brandon. But I do think, however, the Heat will be advancing to the NBA Finals. All right. Well, let's move on to the Western Conference now. We had the Lakers that I know you guys are rooting for, obviously, because LeBron is on the team. They closed out yes, the Rockets sir. last night. 4-1, uh, to beat them in five games. Um, I thought it was probably going to go to six, but... It did not. It was um, they won in five, and the Lakers looked really strong again last night. And I think they're really starting to come in their form. I think against the Blazers, they had a few games where I was like, you know what, they're they're not playing their full potential. I'm a little concerned about how they look. But I think in this series, they really picked it up after that game one where they came out, you know, a little lackadaisical, not playing so well. After that game one, I think just really had four strong games, especially this game five. And I think game, I believe it was game three, where I also thought they played very strong in particular. Um, Now, I think, obviously, you know, Anthony Davis, he did his thing. He played outstanding, 60% shooting, 25-12. and LeBron, he did what LeBron normally does, 26-10-7. He had two two steals and two blocks almost as well on 51% shooting. So he did a little bit of everything. Um... But for me, with the Rockets, I I think ultimately what this comes down to is, because to me, James Harden did do pretty well. He he did shoot 50% from the field. He sh- he uh, averaged 29 and 7. But to me, I think the biggest person to blame here is Russell Westbrook. Like, I got to be honest here, I was rooting for him. But what he did, I think, in, in some of these games, he just did not play well. Um, he really needed to stick to what he's best at, driving the ball, kicking it, being aggressive, and really just win, especially when James Harden's off the court, which doesn't happen a ton, but when he is, Russell Westbrook really needs to be aggressive. He needs to drive the rim, and he settled for threes all too often, settled for some mid-range jumpers, um, you know, had some turnovers. He only averaged 27-5 and five in this series on 42% shooting, and, you know, he's just got to be better. And to me, you know, I, I know that you – we've talked about Russell Westbrook a lot in the past, Brandon, and I think – I don't think this is what Russell Westbrook is as a player throughout his whole career. I think this represents the decline of Russell Westbrook. I think that's what it is. Um, And it it really is kind of disappointing because I root for him as a player. Um, And in addition to just Russell Westbrook, I don't want to put the whole blame on him. I think the Rockets really did not get enough help from any of their supporting cast. I mean, Eric Gordon had like one good game, but other than that, um, you know, they didn't get a lot of production um, from some of their other guys. Jeff Green, just not a great three-point shooter. Austin Rivers, just really Austin Rivers in particular was very bad, I thought, in Game 5. Um, and, and the Lakers, ultimately, they're a better team. So I expected the Lakers to win. They did win. I just thought that the Rockets would give, I think, a better fight than they ended up giving. Yeah, uh, this doesn't surprise me. Uh, Russell Westbrook-led teams are just not as good because he's an overrated player. I've said this on this podcast before, and I'll continue to say it. Not that he isn't a good player. Not that he's even a great player. I, I think he is really good. I just think he's so overrated as a leader um, and as a, uh, a number one on a team. I just don't think he can do it. Um, and his teams don't have success in the playoffs. He needs Kevin Durant to have success. James Harden couldn't do it. Chris Paul couldn't do it. Uh, he couldn't do it. Or, excuse me, he couldn't do it in, by himself. 
and Harden couldn't do it. He was not with Chris Paul. Um, but my point is is that I, I don't think his teams will ever really have true success um, in the playoffs. I mean, you look, the Thunder almost beat them, and the Thunder have no business beating the Rockets in the slightest bit. Um, so, yeah, not surprising ending to this one at all. Ben, what do you think? Yeah, so I have a lot of notes on this game. Uh, mainly it was, if you remember last Sunday after game one, uh, I was a little worried about the Lakers. I had a lot of notes on them. I was not happy with the way they uh, played in game one. And really since game one, I've been very impressed with them. They've looked like the superior team in this series, which we all thought they were coming in. Um, I, I think their role players stepped up. I think Danny Green finally had a good game last night. Uh, it, he seemed like at least last night he was worth the money that they're paying him because he stepped up uh, in a big way. Uh, Rajon Rondo has been big in this series, at least after Game One. He's he's looked like he's a pretty good player. He looked like he uh, the old Rajon or playoff Rajon Rondo that we have known to uh, love. Alex Caruso is a phenomenal role player. I think he is uh, one of the most important players on this team defensively um, and as a somewhat point guard. I guess you could call him on on the offensive side of the ball. Um, overall, I mean the the Lakers are still a really good team, and they looked like a really good team. In this series, after Game 1, I was extremely impressed with the way they played. Anthony Davis and LeBron James, like I've said before, you know what you're going to get out of them. Uh, they're amazing players on the court together. They're almost impossible to stop because one of them is, is going to go off at some point uh, or another. Um, yeah, Russell Westbrook, Trevor, Brandon, I agree with you guys on my notes. I had that Russell Westbrook has to be better. Um, I know last night at some point, maybe it was another game, one of the games Mark Jackson was talking about how the Lakers are disrespecting him by basically allowing him to shoot all these threes. And if you're a player like Russell Westbrook, really, if you're an NBA player at all, you have to be able to give what the defense is going to get, or basically capitalize on what the defense is going to give you. And Russell Westbrook just can't do that. He can't shoot threes. Um, and they, the Lakers knew that. The Lakers were forcing him to shoot all these jump shots that he's just not capable of shooting. Um, it ends up being empty possessions. And that really came back to hurt, to hurt the, the Rockets as good as they are offensively. Um, when you have somebody like Russell Westbrook throwing up all these shots that have no that he has no business of shooting, doesn't matter if James Harden scoring 30 points in, a, in the series or 30 points a game in the series, um, because that's going to happen. You really can't do anything about that. Russell Westbrook, I, I agree, is to blame for this this Rockets loss because he really has to be better, and I, I was not impressed with him in the slightest. Yeah, so moving on to the last series. Now, I'm going to go through this one quickly. This is the only one that has not finished yet. It's the Clippers and Nuggets. The Clippers do have a 3-2 to lead, um, but the Nuggets are resilient. You know, just like, as I said, with the Raptors, the Nuggets also a very resilient team. They did come back from 3-1 down against the Utah Jazz, and now they are trying to do the same thing. Uh, game 6 is today at 1 p.m., right after we finish recording this. I don't anticipate um, the Nuggets coming back to win this series because I think the Clippers have too many pieces, too much talent, and I think they'll most likely close it out today. Um, I, I think the Clippers have played pretty well in this series. I still think they can be better. Uh, I mean, Kawhi's averaged 26-9 on 48% shooting. Paul George has played better, but I think they can still do more, and I think they're going to have to, um, assuming that they uh, get by the Nuggets to play the Lakers, because the Lakers have really been in uh, great form lately. Yeah, um, I really don't want the Clippers to win, but I think they'll win, uh, and I'll kind of keep it at that. I'll keep it short and sweet. I, I think the Clippers will close it out today, but I hope they don't. Yeah, I agree with you, Brandon. I think, I think the uh, Clippers will close it out today. Um, I'm actually I'm very intrigued by this series though because at times the Clippers have not looked that great. The Nuggets uh, for a couple of games have looked like the better teams, or the better team in the series. So I'm very interested. I I'd be surprised if this game goes seven because I think the Clippers are just a better team and I think we'll see that today. Um, but it has been an intriguing series and it it makes me very interested as a LeBron fan to see how the Clippers play. Uh, shall they move on against the Lakers in the next round? A hundred percent. All right, Trevor. Any last thoughts before we move on to a little bit of an NFL preview? No, I, I think that's it. 
Alright, awesome. So, next up here, we are going to go through each division in the NFL. And we're just going to say who we think is going to be the winner. Uh, you know, nothing too crazy. And at the end, we'll get into a little bit of a draft, which we'll explain then. So, let's start off with the AFC East. At least that is the first one I have on my sheet here. Um, so, the e AFC East, obviously, we have the Buffalo Bills, New England Patriots, Miami Dolphins, and New York Jets. Uh, no Tom Brady in this division. So, Ben, I'm going to start off with you. Okay. Um, who do you think comes out on top here? This is hard. I mean, for, for so long it's been. This has, hasn't even been a tough one to think about because the Patriots have been the better team. Exactly. It's been automatic. Um, this is such – honestly, I'm I'm so not impressed with this division anymore because you have the Dolphins who have been a train wreck for so long, the Jets who have been a train wreck for so long, uh, the Bills who have been a decent team, but they have never been an extremely impressive team uh, for a long time. Um, who's the fourth team? Who am I forgetting, Brandon? I don't even remember who the fourth team is. Bills. I just said that the Dolphins, the Jets, the Bills. Oh, and the Patriots. Duh. See, I forgot. Patriots. I forgot the Patriots because they're so they're like almost irrelevant now. Um, I shouldn't say they're irrelevant. They don't have Tom Brady, so a lot of their fans are no longer Patriots fans. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna have to go. I'll go with the Buffalo Bills here. I, I I Dolphins and Jets. I think have no chance of winning. As much as I love Sam Donald, I I have no confidence that either one of them will win this division. So it basically, comes down to the Bills and the Patriots. I'll I'll go with the Buffalo Bills. I don't I don't think they're a bad team. Um, I think they're a borderline top 10 team in the NFL, maybe a 12 or 13. So I'll go with the Buffalo Bills. I think they will win this division. So I agree and disagree with some of those parts. Uh, I think the Bills are a very good football team. In fact, I think they're the most underrated team in the league. I would put them in top 7, 8 team, uh, and I think they will top this division. Uh, I'm not impressed with the Patriots anymore. Um, you know, Now that Tom Brady is gone, it seems like all their fans have suddenly went missing. It's very surprising to me at the least. Uh, somehow, how no one has any, you know, loyalty to their their uh, original team. Um, that's I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe we got a couple of those guys in the on the pod here today. But I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm not saying anything there. But uh, in all seriousness, uh, I think the Bills will take this division. I'm very impressed with them. I love Josh Allen. I love the teams that rack up on defense and get these really great players in defense. Extending Tre'Davious White, 100% the right move. I love the Bills, and I think they'll be a contender uh, in the AFC. All right, so uh, uh, first regarding this division, I have to say that regarding the Patriots and Buccaneers situation, I do hope that the Patriots can win this division. I want them to be successful. And I really want, mm -hmm. honestly, oh, I, I wasn't I wasn't commenting on you specifically. Oh, Don't okay. worry, Trevor. Okay. Don't even worry. Sure. Um, but but anyway, and even regarding regardless of the Patriots situation, even just like I really want to see Cam Newton do well. Obviously, he's had injuries um, that have kind of, help hurt it you know hurt his career a little mm -hmm. bit after the MVP season but I'm hoping that he plays really well um now with Bill Belichick um now the problem is here that just like last year the weapons are not going to be that great for Cam Newton um so it's going to be interesting to see how he does obviously he's much better at running the football than Tom Brady however he's got to be careful to me I'm really worried about how much he runs the football because again I'm worried about him getting injured again so to me, it's I, I feel like he's, if he's healthy the whole season, they have a chance at beating at uh, winning this division. But it's it's hard for me to say for sure um, that he will be healthy for the whole season. Um, I agree though with your guys' larger point. I think the Bills will win the division. I think it'll be close. Um, if if Cam Newton's very healthy, I think it'll be close. I think it'll go until potentially the last week. But I think the Bills will win the division. Um, and yeah, that's about it. I think the Jets and Dolphins. I mean, the Jets. You know, we'll see. Maybe they could surprise me, but I've never really been a huge, uh, like, uh, I guess, supporter of Darnold. I mean, it's well, not supporter, but I, I don't think he's as good as some other people do. And then the Dolphins are not going to be that good this year. 
All right, next up we have the AFC North, um, my personal favorite division for very obvious reasons. Of course, we have the Ravens, Steelers, Browns, and Bengals in this division. Uh, Trevor, so I'm going to start off with you. Who do you think tops this division? Yeah, so it's the Ravens. Um, it's not even a debate at all. I, I, I'm sorry, Ben, but your Bengals are not a good football team. Um, <laughs> the, the pit- hold, hold on. <laughs> yeah, you want to go ahead? Um, i like to point out, there's another team in this division that's also not a good football team. I don't know why you're just throwing my Bengals under the bus. There's a couple bad teams in this division, but go ahead, continue. <laughs> yeah, so... I, I think um, I think you're going to have an interesting race for second place between the Steelers and Browns. I do think that's the case. Obviously, you know, Steelers and Browns, big rivals. I think for all the Browns fans and Steelers fans out there, just try to beat your rival. Don't try to beat the Ravens. You're not going to be successful. Try to beat your rival. I think they're both like seven or eight win teams, um, but it, it's the Ravens. They're going to win it. Uh, you know, with Steelers, I know there's some Steelers hype, but I don't trust Big Ben's health. He's also getting older. I don't think he's even, I mean, he might not even be a top 20 quarterback anymore. So that's rough. Baker, I mean, we'll see. But with the Browns, it's always like, I'll see it when I believe it. Or I'll, <laughs> well, I'll believe it when I see it with the Browns, you know. <laughs> so it, it's the Ravens the division to lose. Um, so I agree with some aspects of that. I, I think the Steelers will challenge the Ravens. I, I think the Ravens will win the division. Uh, they got just so much talent, and really with not losing almost anyone. Obviously, Earl Thomas is a big loss, but I think they'll be able to be okay without him. It seems like he was a little bit of a team issue anyway. Um, I have faith in the Steelers to do well. Uh, I don't know if they can do Ravens well, but I can definitely see. I think they'll get a wild card spot. Um, they went 8-8 eight eight without Big Ben and pretty much no quarterback, so I, I think they'll be able to win. Um, let's, let's talk about the Browns. If you think the Browns are going to rival the Steelers, uh, the Browns are bad, okay? Now, saying that, I think they made some good moves this offseason. Kevin Stavansky is a great coach, uh, who I'm excited to see coach the Browns. I think he'll have success. Uh, but there is one thing I want to talk about with all you Browns fans out there. Let's, I'm going to get nice and close to the mic here so you guys can hear me very clearly. Can, can you guys hear me clearly? Yes. Ben, Trevor? Yeah, okay, I got good, you. Good, perfect. Uh, Baker Mayfield is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, and that's not going to change this year. So for me, I'm capping the Browns out at maybe 8-8. Eight and eight. I think if they're lucky, they get to 8-8 eight and because eight Baker is bad at football. And I understand some of you Browns fans out there that are going to listen, some of my good friends. Big shout out to Aaron and Chad, one of my podcast partners, Aaron, um, on the Soul Focus podcast. Everyone should go stream that podcast. It's a great one. Um, I know you guys think Baker's good, but he's not. And I, I think it's time to come to the realization that he's not. One last thing I want to say is about division, and I won't go too long into it. I'm excited to watch the Bengals, Ben. I love Joe Burrow. I, it's impossible for you to not like Joe Burrow. Um, and I'm excited to see how many wins they get. I think if they get anything above five, it's a successful season. Because how many did they have last year? Two? They, yeah, two. Two. So three-win bump after just one year with pretty much not adding an enormous amount, really just Joe Burrow, I think is quite an impressive feat. So I'm excited to see where the Bengals end up. If they can get five or six wins, I really do think that's a success of a season. Improving, you know, three, four games is a really big deal. And I think adding a couple pieces, you could piece that together to potentially a wild card spot the next year, get weapons around Joe Burrow, and you're really looking at a contending team in two to three years. And I think you'd agree with me. I, I think all of that you would agree with me. No, I agree with you 100%. And I'll just go quickly here. I agree with Trevor. This is the uh, the Ravens' division to lose here. Um, the Ravens have a fantastic running back that throws the ball at times in Lamar Jackson. Um, uh, no, he's a quarterback. He won, he won MVP at the quarterback <laughs> position. I don't know if you remember. Oh, I remember. How many MVPs did the Bengals had? Not many. Not many. Uh, I'm going to ignore that comment. Um, 
anyway, I, the Ravens are a good team. There's no way that they don't win this division. Um, honestly, I could see them going 8-0 in this division, which hasn't happened, I believe, since the Bengals did it. Uh, a little trivia for you. Um, so I, I, the Ravens are the better, best team in this division. There's no way they don't win this division. Mm-hmm. And I'm not knocking on wood because I hope I jinx that, but they're, they're, not, they're not losing this division. A team has never won 8-0 because it's not possible. Or sorry, six and zero. My bad, Trevor. Six and zero in the division. <laughs> hey, the Bengals were so good that year; they went eight and zero in the division. Though the Bengals went six and zero in the division at some point. Little little quick tidbit I just saw on Twitter. Uh, this is going to be the first time ever that three starting quarterbacks in the division all won the Heisman: Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson. So there's a little tidbit yes, for the, you guys. The quarterback and technically is, they have four. Yes. If we're being technical, they have four because the Ravens got RG3 also. But let's move to the AFC South. I'm going to go pretty quick here. I think the Titans have this division. I really like the Titans. I think this is a much more competitive division uh, each and year uh, you know, between the Texans, Titans, and Colts. I think they're all pretty good teams. I'm excited to see how Phillip Rivers does in Indianapolis. But I like the Titans. I, I, I think they're, they're a lot better, and they showed that they were good last year getting the AFC Championship. Obviously, uh, not fun watching them beat uh, my Ravens. However, I do think they are a very, very good team. I think Tannehill is incredibly underrated. Uh, showed it last year. Very good statistically last year. Derrick Henry is a wonderful player. Um, AJ Brown I love, so I'm going to go with the Titans. Yeah, I agree with pretty ben, much... Yeah, no, go, ahead, ahead, Trevor. go ahead, Trevor. Go ahead. Okay. I agree with pretty much everything you said. Um, the Titans have just so much talent around uh, Tannehill. I think he, he doesn't even need to be great. He just needs to be, like, decent. And I think the Titans will be good enough to win this division. Uh, I liked what I saw from them last year in the playoffs, obviously, being my Patriots and, and your Ravens. Um, I think the Texans will be on their tail, but Titans will win it. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think the Titans are the best team in this division. Um, they're coming off a season where they absolutely embarrassed the so-called MVP and Lamar Jackson in the, in the uh, divisional round of the playoffs. I think they're a pretty good mm, team. I, okay. I, 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 the, 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 uh, the Texans are a good team, but I, I just don't think they're as good as the Titans. Uh, I'm not gonna lie though. I, I didn't know Philip Rivers was on the Colts until you just said that, Brandon. Um, that's how much that's how much <laughs> NFL I, I've been paying attention to in this off season. Um, I still don't think it's gonna matter. I, I think the Titans are the uh, the best team in this division. All right, so let's go to a pretty easy division. We got the AFC West: uh, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders. To me, this is a pretty terrible division, minus the Chiefs, uh, who, in my opinion, are the best team in the NFL. Um, so I think the Chiefs will win this one pretty easily by like four or five games. They'll be able to sit guys pretty early. Yeah, then you're up first this yeah, time. Go ahead, or up next, no, go ahead, Trevor Spence. All right, I'll go. I agree with you. This is probably the easiest pick. The Chiefs are going to win this division. I don't think they're going to have a whole lot of issues within their division. Um, they're the best team by a decent amount in this division. So the Chiefs will be winning. Uh, you can go ahead and uh, write that in stone. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we can move on. Trevor? Chiefs are going to win. We can move on. <laughs> okay. NFC East is up next. Uh, a little bit more of an interesting division. We have the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, and the Washington football team. Um, so what I find interesting about this division is it's super, super, like, just right down the middle. You have two bad teams and two teams that I really don't think are that bad. Um, and I have a tough time picking this, this division because I think the Cowboys and Eagles both have a lot of good uh, aspects of the team. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I think Dak Prescott is bound to have just such an amazing year. He wants that big contract. Um, I don't think he's quite gone. I think he's still franchise tag, if I remember correctly. Could be wrong about all of that, but I don't know. Um... And I, I, I think the Cowboys will take it. Uh, I think it's going to be a close division, and I see whichever team not winning, they will get a wild card spot. Yeah, um, I agree. I think the Cowboys will take this one. I think, uh, I mean, Dak Prescott has too much talent around him uh, to not win the division. So I, I think if he wants that big contract, I mean, he'll get, I think he'll get it, but he'll yeah, get it no they absolutely should, should, should win the division. He, I think he deserves it. Yeah. Ben? So 
I'm actually going to disagree with you guys. I think if Carson Wentz can stay healthy, I think the Philadelphia Eagles can win this division. Um, the Cowboys are going to go 8-8, eight and eight, we know that, and I just don't see a team going 8-8 eight eight is going to win the division. Um, I mean, that's that's a guarantee that the Cowboys will go 8-8, eight eight, as they do every year. Uh, that's just, I mean, that's that's just a guarantee in life. Um, so I, I, I do think the Philadelphia Eagles will win this division if uh, they can stay healthy. All right, next up we have the NFC North, Lions, Bears, Packers, Vikings. This is another weird division. Um, a little bit similar to the AFC North, but not quite as good. Um, and I, I think it's going to be interesting to see who comes out on top. Vikings obviously lo- losing Stephon Diggs, um, so you know that's a big deal. Um, I don't know. I kind of want to hear your guys' opinions first. So, Trevor, I'm going to start off with you. Yeah, so I had a really tough time with this one. Uh, the Packers did win 13 games last year. I feel like there's going to be at least somewhat of a drop-off. Um, there's been a lot about like the Aaron Rodgers and like you know uh, how upset is he with the organization. Obviously, we know um, that they drafted Jordan Love, a decision that I didn't agree with, but nevertheless, um, I have the Viking Vikings pulling out this division. I think it'll be very close. But I, I just think um, they have they have so much talent around um, Cousins, and I think that you know they have a better defense probably than the Packers. So I think that the Vikings will end up uh, winning the division. Yeah, Trevor, I, I agree with you. I think this is it's tough. It's not this is not an easy one, but I think the Vikings will end up uh, edging out the Packers here. Um, if Dalvin Cook can stay healthy, which has been an issue in the past, I think the Vikings are going to be the better team here. Um, really, this division isn't terrible as a whole. I mean, the the Bears are probably the worst team, and I don't think the Bears are absolutely like god awful by any means. Um, so it's definitely an intriguing division. As it, this usually is a very uh, intriguing division, and I think this year is no different. Yeah, I I think I'm going to go with the Packers here. Um, and reason being, I they didn't help themselves a lot after you know being quite good last year, but I don't think they hurt themselves. Um, so I'm interested to see how the Packers play this year. I, I think the Vikings did lose some key pieces. You know, you look at uh, Stephon Diggs leaving, uh, which I think is a much bigger deal than uh, most. Uh, so I, I think the Packers will pull this one off. But let's move on to a division I'm sure both of you are excited to talk about, the NFC South. Um, the the Buccaneers are, are brand new, spanking new. Rob Gronkowski, you got Tom Brady. We have the Saints, of course, Panthers, and Falcons. Um, so this is another division I do not think is bad one at all. In fact, I think most teams will go above 500 or at 500. Um, but I'm interested to see who you guys think will win. So, Ben, I'm going to start off with you. Yeah, so um, I I this is tough and this division is extremely intriguing for multiple reasons i mean look at there's so much star power in this division i mean if you have three big name quarterbacks you have probably the best running back in the nfl and christian mccaffrey in this division um i'm very excited to see all these teams play each other because they're gonna have to beat up on each other um i i'm gonna have to go with the saints though um there's really no reason to hate the saints drew Brees is a great quarterback they have the best wide receiver in the nfl um their offense is is has a bunch of star power on it i i just i don't know i'm, I'm gonna have a hard time seeing the saints uh lose enough games to not to not win this division so which i guess is the point of football is to win more games than you lose but i i do think the saints i think the saints will win more i think the saints will win at least 10 games um i i think they're gonna win this division ben i'm glad you deduced that that's the point of the game <laughs> yeah. is to win more games yeah. than the other team to score more points you know yeah <laughs> uh, i'm gonna take the saints too i'm pretty surprised you took the saints i i think michael thomas is my favorite non-ravens player uh just I love him. I don't care that he went to Ohio State. I, I adore everything about him. I think he's such an amazing player. Um, and I see the Saints winning this division. Um, it's going to be close, though. The Buccaneers are going to be good. Um, they, they got a lot of firepower on that team. Um, but I'm still going to go with the Saints. Trevor, I'm expecting a very biased—well, not very biased, because they could win, but I'm expecting a biased Buccaneers drop here. 
All right, so um, I, I am I'm the most unbiased person on this podcast. So with that said, I I'm very boring as well. And if I wasn't boring, I would pick the Buccaneers just because it's it would be fun. But I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna pick the Saints. I think it'll be close. But the Saints are such a strong team. Um, Drew Brees is still playing very well, I think. And you know, there's so many different uh, weapons, obviously, that he has. I think the Saints will edge out the Buccaneers, but I do expect the Buccaneers to be better this year. I think they will improve. I think they have gotten better at quarterback, obviously, and I think that uh, they've gotten a little better with some of their weapons as well. So uh, I expect the Buccaneers to make the playoffs and potentially contend with the Saints, but I think the Saints will win the division. So our last division here, we have the NFC West. In my opinion, this is the best division in football. I think all teams are capable of going above 500. Uh, it's going to be a very tough one to pick. Uh, Trevor, I'm going to start off with you here. So we, we, we always hear about this uh, curse, the Super Bowl loser, and the 49ers are the Super Bowl loser. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do. Um, I, on paper, it, it seems like they should be the best team. But I actually don't think they will be. I think the Seattle Seahawks will be. So that's who I'm picking to win the NFC West. Ben, what do you think? Yeah, Trevor, I agree with you. I think these two teams are pretty close uh, in skill set. Uh, my tiebreaker here is that Russell Wilson is better than Jimmy Garoppolo, so I'll go ahead and take the Seahawks here. <laughs> I I can't believe you guys picked the Seahawks. I thought I'd be the only one to do so. I, I'm also going to pick the Seahawks. I think the Niners lost a little bit too much last year, and I still think they'll be really, really good. I'm not trying to say that. I just think the Seahawks... Uh, we'll take it by a little bit. So we are going to move into our next part of uh, the podcast here, which what we are going to do is we have a little bit of draft, uh, a little bit of a draft here. And how it's going to work is we're going to draft 10 teams each, so a couple will not be taken. Um, we're going to draft them, and whoever has the most wins collectively at the end of the year, um, we are going to, inspired by my, my father, um, we are going to uh, owe dinner to the winner. So we're just going to pick teams. Whoever has the most wins at the end of the year, it's pretty self-explanatory. I think the order, Ben, you were up first, correct? Yes. Then I'm up, and then Trevor. It's going to be a snake, so then Trevor will go back to me, Ben, then Ben again, and obviously you guys know how a snake draft works from there. Um, pretty simple. Did, did I forget anything else there? It's just wins. Yeah, just, and just wins. And we're going to owe each other dinner. So before we start, I want everyone to list off a restaurant that they're thinking about going to because I know, Ben, you want to talk a little bit about yours. Um, so, Ben, where would you be bringing us if you win? Oh, easy choice. I would bring I would be bringing you guys to Skyline Chili because it is the best restaurant of all time. Uh, it's cheap, so I'm not make, I, if I won, I wouldn't make you guys pay too much money. And I want to see Brandon try to eat a cheese cone because I think it would be hilarious. So, a uh, little background on that. Skyline is one of the worst restaurants of all time. If you know, you know. It's just so bad. There's nothing good about it. So, that's the reason Ben would want to go there. I personally, I'm going in an expensive route. We're getting steaks, boys. If I win, steak will be down on the plate. I don't know where it's going to be, but it's going to be some sort of steak. Trevor, where would be your restaurant of choice? Yeah, so I was thinking Melt Bar and Grilled, um, as we have all been there. I believe, Ben, have you, you've been to the Melt, right, Ben? Oh, Trevor, I will never forget my experience at Melt. It's phenomenal. <laughs> we, we, Trevor, we've all been there together, I think. Or maybe not. Yeah, yeah no, we all went together. Okay, okay. I, I wasn't sure if we went with Ben or not. I was, but yeah, I, I think it'll likely be the melt. I could change that, but you know, I'm just envisioning, you know, the grilled cheese uh, sandwich with so whatever, good. you know, if it's chicken parm sandwich, whatever it is, um, it mm -hmm. that would be likely my selection. All right, Ben, you're up first. What is your pick? So this is a tough one. Um, there's some really good teams in the, in the NFL, but to be honest, I had this pick picked out hours ago and that is the baltimore ravens only because i don't want brandon to have the baltimore ravens and every time they win a game he'll be happy but at the same time he'll be happy rooting for my team so i'm picking the baltimore ravens easiest decision of all time 
I love that pick. So I wanted to go second, Ben, because I didn't think you would take the Ravens. Yeah, that's why I wanted to go first. And that was pretty much I, the only I team that I cared think, about. I knew you would think I didn't pick however, them. That's why I picked them. However, I think it was a win-win situation no matter what. Because that this is why I decided on the second pick. I didn't think Ben would take the Ravens, but I, I knew it was a win-win because then I'd be able to get the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs are probably the best team in the NFL. The Ravens are close, but I, I think the Chiefs are the best team. So I'm, I think it was a win-win no matter what for me. So I'm going to pick the Chiefs. All right, so now I got two picks. I was hoping maybe the Chiefs would fall to me, but I didn't really think it would happen. So uh, with the third pick, I'm going to go with the Saints. Um, they were number two on my draft board. So I think the Saints is a solid pick, and I have another pick. Now this is where it gets tough. There's a few different options, but ultimately I think the best pick is to go with the Cowboys. I think that with all of the weapons they have, I think Dak, Dak Prescott will play very well. They're so talented, so I'm going to go with the Cowboys. All right, so I have a tough pick here. Um, I was low-key hoping the Saints would be there. Um, but I think I will go with... Uh, this is going to be tough. I think I'm going to go with... I'll go with the Buffalo Bills. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Ben, actually, you got two picks. I really didn't think you'd pick the Buffalo Bills. Um, all right, I'm... I don't know if this is good or bad strategy, but I'll go with I'm gonna go with two teams from the same division. I'm gonna go with the 49ers and the Seahawks. Maybe that's bad because they're beating up on each other, but I will pick the 49ers and the Seahawks. I'll say that I I, I wanted I wanted the Seahawks. That was gonna be my next pick. I will take whew, I will take the Vikings. Alright, so now I have two picks again. Um, I feel like there's gonna be a point where it's gonna be hard to remember. Who has has and has not been taken? But I'll try to remember. Ben, Ben's got us. Ben's right <laughs> yeah, down. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Ben's we'll got us. All right. Yeah, um, sure. I think I'm just gonna go. I have a draft board one through thirty-two. I think I'm just gonna go with my next pick, and that would be my number seven pick. It is the Tennessee Titans, who I'm going to select with. Uh, I don't even know what pick this is. What pick nine or something? Yeah, pick nine. Okay. So then I have another one uh, with pick ten. I have a few different options here. But you know what? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers because I'm rooting for them. They're 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 my team. Brady, you know, I gotta go with the Buccaneers. All right, sounds a little bandwagony to me. Uh, ben, I I heard the groan there. I would have taken the Buccaneers next. Uh, I'm gonna take the Colts because the Buccaneers are not there. All right, perfect, Brandon. That leaves the team that I wanted. If it wasn't gonna be the Buccaneers, uh, I will take the Green Bay Packers. And then I get another one, I believe. Um. This is a tough one now. We're, we're getting into this middle, the middle teams here. Um, I'll go. I'll go with the Philadelphia Eagles. So uh, I have a team ranked up next, but there's no way yep. I'm ever going. Brandon, to take I'm in. Them. I'm in that same uh, dilemma here. <laughs> so Trevor, you can have them if you want them. I, I'm not kidding. I will leave them as yep, one of the two teams. I, will and too. I don't care. I have no, it doesn't I have bother no problem me at all. with that. Um, I will. Oh, this is tough. I'll go with the Texans. Okay. All right. So now I have two. Trevor, you got two picks. I have two picks now, and it, it's really weird because most of my picks, um, like like the drop, it's very chalk. Like it to me, it seems like a lot of your picks are like, okay, yeah, that that was also high on my draft board. Um, but I'm gonna go next with actually the Patriots or the next team on my draft board. So I'm going with the Patriots next, and then I have another pick. Huh, this is interesting. So let's see. Chiefs saying all the all these teams are off the board. Um, yes, the Colts are off the board. Um, so I guess the next team I'll go I'll go next on my draft board. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Uh, the Rams are my next pick. 
Oh my god. Every time I feel like every pick has been right before mine. I was gonna take the Rams next. Um I will take have the Eagles been taken? They have. Yes. Took them. Yes. Eagles have been taken. Um whew, it's gonna be tough. Uh I'm definitely not not gonna pick that team. I will go with the Hmm. I'll go with the Falcons. Alright. Right. So Brandon picked the Falcons. Ugh, I'm not loving these teams that are left here. I know, um, I'm not either. I'm I not. will go ahead and I will pick I'm gonna pick the Chargers. Interesting. Okay. I think okay. I still think the Chargers are not a terrible team. I actually think they're a pretty good team. Um and with my next pick You know what? I don't even care. I'm going for it. I'm picking the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow's my guy. I'm going Bengals. All day long. <laughs> Alright. That's gonna that's gonna lose the, you in the draft. Uh, I'll take Denver Broncos next. <laughs> All right, the Denver Broncos. Okay, so now the next team in my dra- the next team in my draft board is the Steelers. Um, but do I want to take them? Is the question. Um, you know what? Yes, I do because I want to win and I want to go to melt <laughs> and I don't want to pay for it. So Steelers are my next pick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice you have no morals, Trevor. <laughs> um, I, I want to win. I want to win the draft. Uh, my next pick. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be stubborn than pick um, the Steelers. I'm straight up. I know Ben wouldn't pick them so, either, so it was cool. So, you could have you gotten the Steelers at 30. <laughs> some, <laughs> we're playing chess, not you're playing checkers, bro. It's it's not it's not looking good for you. We'll, we'll see who ends up with the win. All right, so someone just picked the Broncos, correct? Yep. Yes. Has have the Cardinals been selected? They have not. All right, I'm picking the Cardinals. Very very good pick. I will take the Raiders. We're gonna make it pretty easy. Just going quick here. Brandon picked the Raiders. All right, looking at my options here. Ugh, I don't like any of these options. Um, I'm, <laughs> it's all suck. I'm going to go ahead and I'll pick the Panthers because Christian McCaffrey's a dog. Yep. Um, my next pick, I will go ahead and pick... Oh, gosh. As much as I hate Matthew Stafford, they're good for like seven or eight wins. I'll pick the Lions. All right, thank God. I really wanted this team late. And I, what, what pick is this? Is, are we in the seventh round or something? Eighth round? This is pick number pick 26. Is. I don't know what 26. round this is. Probably the, okay. um, be the ninth round, right? Yeah, yeah I think it ninth would. Ninth round. Yeah. All right, Um, right, I'm going to pick the Chicago Bears. You can have the Chicago Bears, bro. <laughs> I very much wanted them towards the end, so I'm happy I got them. All right. Driver, is you it, got two picks. Your last okay. two picks. My last two picks. All right, so I think this is no brainer. Uh, the Browns, I I think they were. I wasn't gonna take. They them. were my highest. No way they I were the highest team my draft board. So. I'm I'm about to win the draft combined with my Steelers and Browns picks. Uh, I think the Browns and the Steelers are gonna win me this draft. So I'm gonna go with the Browns. And my mm-hmm. final That's a pick. Stupid, but you know. I don't think it is. Uh, my last pick. So let's see. I think we got the Giants who have not been selected. I believe. Yes, that is correct. Um. Okay. Yeah, the Giants. That's my that's my last pick. All right, uh, another team that I wanted towards the end, and I'm happy I got. I will take the New York Jets. Ah, Brandon, come on, bro. <laughs> I wanted Sam Darnold. Go take the Dolphins. Go take the Dolphins. <sighs> yeah, take wow. the Dolphins. Oh, dang, this is hard because the three teams I have left, I have the Dolphins, the Jaguars, and I wrote down the Redskins, but I just realized they're not the Redskins anymore. But I refuse it. Hey, Ben, I, Ben, what? Ben, I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal. I'll trade you the Jets and the Chiefs for the Ravens. No, Easy. Nope. Um, I don't care about winning at this point. I'm just happy I have them, and you can't you can't root for them this season now. Oh, um, yeah, that that's definitely gonna deter me. This from is tough. I refuse to I refuse to draft 
Baltimore, or not Baltimore, uh, Washington because they don't have a team name, and I, can't, I just can't back that. I can't back rooting for a team that is called the Washington football team, so they're not being picked. <laughs> um, I'll pick the Dolphins. Uh, shout out to Dylan Fry. I'll go I'll go uh, Team Miami over here. Podcast alum. Yeah, I'll, I'll go the Dolphins. All right. So comment below who has the best team. Uh, but with that being said, I think we'll, we'll finish off the episode here today. Thank you all so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Go follow our podcast network, the Small Ballers. Um, it's The link is in the description. Uh, we just came out two new podcasts, uh, the 12th Row Podcast with Josh Baskin, which comes out on Tuesday mornings, and then, of course, 5 Seconds of Fame Podcast, um, which is with the three of us that comes out on Friday mornings about reality TV. Go check both of those out. Uh, but like I said, with that being said, thank you all so much for your support on the podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Go Falcons!